Hi, I'm Yuki. Welcome to Tari Talk. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Tauri Talk with AlphaTauri, the podcast that gives you the chance to interview our drivers. Our guest for today needs no introduction, but I'll give it a shot anyway. He now goes by Giuseppe, he's 22, he loves to play video games and critiquing food and sometimes on the weekends he likes to drive fast cars. I am of course talking about Yuki Tsunoda. Yuki, welcome to Tauri Talk, how are you? Hey everyone, um, it's Yuki here. <laughs> Sorry, um, yeah. Um, we just came back from the uh, Canada and it's really, really hot in Italy. I just ate nice pasta on the lunch. I'm really happy now. Um, and yeah, let's talk in this uh, podcast. Um, I'm really can't wait to speak with you guys. For listeners who didn't understand the Giuseppe reference, uh, we made a video a couple of weeks ago where you and Pierre caught up when we were in Baku. Um, can you explain why I called you Giuseppe? Um, you called me Giuseppe? I did. I called you Giuseppe. Um, first, I couldn't pronounce properly, or I didn't know how to how you introduce yourself with French. Um, somehow, I think somehow I knew I had a kind of idea because I probably I heard once um, in the past probably from Pierre, but but it was different pronunciation. It was like Giuseppe Yuki. At first, I was saying like Giuseppe Yuki, something like. Uh, and and after that, I heard proper one. Um, I heard, I got proper teach from Pierre, and it was Jobape. Um, yeah, I can now process Jobape Yuki. But some somehow the Jobape and Jubepe just mixed mixed it around and went to what was that Giuseppe? Yeah, yeah. So that was the story of the back, uh, background of the um, yeah that uh, filming. Okay, so we just got back from a doubleheader in Azerbaijan and Canada. Um, what did you get up to when you weren't at the track in uh, those races? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, just there. Well, um, just came, um, I went to, came straight away to Canada after Azerbaijan. Um, I think it was on Tuesday, a Monday afternoon. And yeah, Monday afternoon, just pretty much explore around, a little bit shopping, in the Montreal city, um, that was one actually. I bought um, Vans, Vans, Vans sneaker, and also I saw Dr. Martin's um, shoe shop as well. And oh, I like Dr. Martin's as well. So um, I bought it there, um, which was like kind of dark red color boots. Um, I'm really happy to bought that one, and I also bought a sunglasses for training. You know, it's coming for summer season and starts uh, um, cycling around outside. And normally I was cycling inside until now, but um, it's summer and I think it's, it's good to go outside. So I just bought it. Um, and yeah, went, next day I went to kayaking with uh, with um, the guy who holding the uh, one guy with Advin now. And, um, and also with a trainer. Um, like really countryside, uh, pretty much next to the American border. Um, so that was kind of, kind of I would say, um, thrilling because of his next, literally next to the American border. So if you you know just went long location, 
you enter the American American border and you don't want to end up without those travels uh, before race week. Um, but yeah, we did all the 12 kilometer. I didn't expect like that kind. Um, I would say physical. So I was, I was, I thought it's like more relaxing, chill, uh, nice and fresh, you know, in the nature. Um, can I can just relax around? But it was 12 kilometer. It was much more uh, physical. My upper body was quite uh, tired, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was I was sweating around, and um, and it was two hours uh, kayaking. I mean, it was still nice, but yeah, I mean, it was nice. Yeah. yeah, well, we did push quite a bit. We didn't make it a a day out on the water. We 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 made it like more training, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, well, at that point, I realized why the trainer canceled the whole training um, schedule on that day. And I thought, oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be easy day. And um, in the end, I yeah realized that it was a kind of uh, training day. But anyway, I really enjoyed it. Um, I I love Canada. I love Canada. I think I just I really wanna go there with just uh, with a vacation um, outside of racing. So uh, yeah, I mean, was I enjoyed it? Yeah. Okay, before we get to the, uh, our audience's questions, I have one more, which is probably gonna be brought up quite a bit. But since we're in um, two very different locations. I'll get a food-related question in first. What was the best food that you ate in Canada and also Baku? Did you get to try poutine? Okay. Um, yeah, I tried poutine. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. Hopefully, there's no much uh, big poutine fans inside this uh, podcast. But, um, I, I, okay, I, I would say, to be honest, uh, out of 10, like five, um well, it's not too bad, but at the same time, for me, it was really heavy, um, especially gravy sauce, uh, you know, French fries. I mean, I prefer just a normal, um, pure French fries. Um, if I, but I think it's good to have with like party. It depends, I think, situation. So if you have that in like party or you know, some something more more friends, I think that'll be good uh, with the kind of beer. But normally I don't drink. Um, I don't drink in the race week, so that makes a little bit um, more or less motivation. But um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> still I, I think I prefer not pure French fries. Um, Canada, I th- I don't know. I I didn't. Ex- I, there was not much time somehow to explore it around. Um, pretty much I ate uh, most of the time Japanese food. Um, last day on Monday, uh, before I came to back to Italy. I'm now in Italy. I went to ramen price and um, that was really good actually. First time, I think first time I ate proper like that kind of ramen uh, in outside, outside of the outside of Japan. Uh, ah no, actually, yeah, well, outside of Europe. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was miso, miso ramen. Um, it's like, yeah, it was proper one and most of the um, people in kitchen was Japanese and um, they knew it. They knew it, uh, myself, and uh, we took picture together uh, with all of the um, people who worked there. It was a really nice time there, and um, yeah, pretty much that's it. Azerbaijan, we I went to. Um, you can tell the story of the steak if you want. Steak. Yeah, we had the steak at at that one restaurant. We got the T-bone. Oh yeah, 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 T-bone, yeah. So I won't say what hotel it is as like a steakhouse. But anyway, um, so yeah, I was looking forward to it uh, with that steakhouse. Um, 
and I ordered Steve on steak was two kilogram because there was three people uh, in my table and uh, I thought it's good, good to share it especially also before the race week you know it's good to kick off that with a nice food um, it's written in the menu that it says it kind of takes 55 to 60 minutes you know it's quite a specific uh, you know kind of specific but well okay until then just try have a like kebab or something like that for the starters and cheer, cheer around and first um, they brought it after one and a half hours uh, with a frozen <laughs> frozen and pretty much so they cut it they cut inside inside was completely like frozen even like I can feel it from the hands also even when I try to like um, stick with this um, fork I don't know it's I don't know right way to say but um, but it just completely frozen so I just tell them no I can't we can't eat with this so could you please uh, recook it and yeah they brought it after two hours finally but still cold inside this but also at the same time um, the skin was completely burned and um, was really like tanned I know was really hard texture yeah um, I, I can tell from the taste as a meat it was meat but I think really really good quality so I feel just really sad um and i didn't i was kind of disappointed to be honest um for me if you for the food because we're killing those animals yeah like animals plants um at least for me um my perspective like human have to kind of treat them uh well or cook well to at least kind of to eat better to eat with good delicious uh, conditions you know and uh, to show a little bit at least of respect. They normally um, the chef gonna you know they gonna bring the food with a condition that chefs um, feel good. So for especially the steak, you want to cut as soon as possible because or else more you uh, wait inside got more cook you know like more cook around. So but the the person who try to cut he got a coal which he before he just started start to cut and he took the coal and we wait like uh, 10 minutes to, until the cut so I was until then I was just watching the t-bone steaks to dr dries up and I was so sad and I mean that was a sad experience but um, yeah I don't know I couldn't say anything just um, just really sad uh, dinner and on that note I think we'll go to our first <laughs> um, fan question uh, we've got Leah um, who's connecting now to the space? Um, I think it'd be good to start with someone who's got your you as your profile picture. But um, Leah, if you can hear us, uh, you're on with uh, Yuki. What question do you have for him? Uh, okay. uh, hi, Yuki. Uh, what uh, a question that I really want to ask you is that: uh, What is your personal goals in 2022? Like, what do you want to achieve for yourself, um, either in Formula One or like um, outside of racing, things like that, and um, and yeah, thank you. And uh, tsugi no race today, Thanks, Leah. Um, yeah, thanks, Leah, for the questions and also the um, cheering message with Japanese. Um, she said, um, yeah, good luck for the race, the next race. Um, arigato for that one. Um, my goals for this year will be pretty much same as last year. Uh, score points as much as possible to, to help to help to achieve um, P5 team championship for Scuderia Fatari, that will be um, that was the biggest achievement as a team. And of course, for me, it will be it won't be easy 
um, and you have to score points and of course beat the beat the Pietro what's the name the Pierre's name <laughs> It was a uh, Gazioso, I think. Yeah. Pedro Gazioso. Yeah, beat the Gazioso, of course. You know, as a teammate. La- last year, I learned a lot. Um, I I wouldn't say la- last year, after first race, I was saying oh, I gotta, I want to, I will beat Pierre. But uh, you know, more race, I start to learn or you know realize that how good he is, how he experiences. But um, but now you know. I have more experience. I learned a lot of him. I still, I can still. There's lots of rooms that I can learn from him. Yeah, but of course, uh, same time, uh, have to be here. But yeah, those two points is my goals. Um, yep. Okay. Thank you very much for that question. That was a good one to kick us off. We are now connecting to Lang. Another picture. I'm not sure if you can see on your phone, Yuki, but she's got a picture of, uh, or he has a picture of you. At, um, well, I believe he's in Fianza. Anyway, Lang, uh, you are now in the space. What question do you have for Yuki? Okay, all right. So, hi Yuki, my name is Lang and I'm from Indonesia and I'm so nervous right now. I did not expect this at all. But anyways, my question is, um, you've learned or you've did so much things, you know, with Red Bull, like you did like that swamp race and you like did that hockey thing. And is there anything crazy you want to do, like maybe skydiving or scuba scuba diving? Like, is there anything you want to try to do? <laughs> um, thanks for the question. Um... Yeah, yeah. So I think, like you said, um, Red Bull does always crazy stuff and always enjoyable. I did um, in the Canada Race Week Zamboni. That was the slowest race I ever had, and I would say it was not ex- good good memories because I was P last. So I, I won't say a specific story at that point because I just want to forget as soon as possible but also for example buggies yes one buggies with a max that was crazy I didn't expect like that um, serious I would say before I didn't hear any story uh, before I went there so I just thought it's going to be a nice quadro buggy uh, enjoyable session but as soon as I saw like crazy big V8 pretty much really similar th- um, thickest with the bicycle the tire oh, that was crazy but yeah um, for the future, I will say, oh, this is a good, good question. I don't know. I like snowboarding and also football. So I, I, if I can some, do something with a uh, snowboard athletes or, you know, football, uh, that'd be good. I like also mountain biking, like downhill uh, on the off-road. I used to do when I was young, when I was younger, like seven or eight. And uh, yeah, I was pretty, pretty serious for that sports as well. So like I really, my dad was doing that um, kind of professional. So uh, yeah, with those three sports, if I can do something relatable with that sports, that we could. Um, but anyway, tomorrow also will be uh, exciting. Um, I'm super exciting for tomorrow as well because I'm gonna hopefully do. It's currently on the plan, but um, I'm gonna do uh, gaming with the, the streamer that I was supporting. Um, and I, he's playing the Apex Legends, which I'm playing most in my life. I uh, really like that game. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Timmy. It's Timmy. I don't know. Someone knows it, um, um, this guy, but for me, he's really, really famous and good player in the Apex Legends. Uh, he's really also good streamer. Um, I never, we never speak uh, with him, but um, yeah, I'm gonna play with him tomorrow um, at 9.30. Yeah, 9.30 in the morning um, in Italy time. 
So uh, yeah, I'm super looking forward to it. That's this, those kind of things that you know, um, the sharing or you know, meeting with a lot of um, people who you never um, met or you know that you cannot meet you know um, unusually, uh, not normal. Uh, Red Book does those things, so I'm really happy to be in the Red Book family and um, yeah, um, those things, yeah. <clears throat> Oh, well, there you go. So we've got an announcement on the live Twitter space that Yuki will be hopefully gaming tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. Central European Summertime with um, the Red Bull gamer It's Timmy. Um, we're still working out the fine details, but yeah, that should be happening uh, tomorrow morning. So let's go to our next speaker. I think it's Max. Max, you're on mute, but uh, what question do you have for Yuki Tsunoda? Hi, Yuki. Firstly, I'd like to say I'm a massive fan since uh, F2 in 2020. Um, I I have a question for you. Um, I know, obviously, you say you are you like gaming a lot. If yep. you were to do a gaming tournament with other drivers on the grid, um, yep. who would you who would you want to play with, and why? Um, yeah, that's good questions. Um, yeah, well, I like I like I said, um, I really like gaming. Uh, last day, I I was doing actually too much gaming. Uh, that affects my little bit performance in Formula One. That's why I'm also living now in Italy. But that was a good decision, and I'm really happy. That's why I'm able to improve myself for the second half and also now. But yeah, um, I like Apex Legend, like I said. So I don't think there's nobody playing Apex Legend in the Formula One grid currently. Uh, most of the drivers are playing, I guess, Warzone. So I don't know. For, or, or else I. Or I could just go to Warzone, I don't know. But I did once, Warzone was horrible. Um, soon as I land to the, to the, um, like from parachute, I just got killed instantly. And I got fried every time and smoked, which I normally do opposite in Apex Legends. Um, but yeah, I mean, Warzone was horrible. But um, I would say Lando. Uh, Lando, I, oh, I think one, Lando is a, I guess he's really good because he's streaming. I guess I know, I never see his streaming, but he's doing a lot of uh, wars and stuff. So he must good. He must be good. Um, also Pierre, Pierre does also like um, wars and I guess. And I I can tell from last year. Actually, this was like um, I have to say. Well, I I, I complain a lot to the Pierre, but um, when when we always come to race week, he always bring um, um, Pierre's PlayStation Five or PC whatever. And pretty much most of the time he was um, staying at next, literally next to my room in hotel. And I can hear the voice he's shouting every time in the midnight, even like uh, before Friday or whatever. And like couldn't like I couldn't sleep, you know. Like like he also shout uh, in French, so I I have no idea what he's speaking. But he just always shouting like no or something like that. Even more than you, because I know you get quite animated when you play games as well. No, no, no. I mean, I never got. I don't get killed much with the other person. So like ah. Well, except when you play Call of Duty or <laughs> Warzone, or I, I've seen it. Well, yeah. Well, that's why I'm not playing. That's what. But um, <laughs> but yeah. I'm, well, I always do it in my house and by myself. So um. That I hope it won't affect other people, but he he was really shouting um, the room next to me, and yeah, I complained a lot. But um, yeah, I would say those two. If it, if it's a uh, three squads, yeah. 
Okay, thanks very much for the good question, Max. We... Thank you, and good luck, good luck for the season. Thank you. Cool, thanks for that, Max. Okay, we're moving on to Becky. Becky, what question do you have for Yuki? Hi, um, really sorry, Yuki. I have COVID, so sorry if I sound awful. Um, Hope you get well. Oh, hi, can you... Thank you. Um, my question is, you mentioned that you love football. Um, do you have a team that you support? Ooh, yes, nice question. Hi, um, hi, Vicky. Um, yeah, I like football. I I would say I'm supporting um, players more than team, and wherever that player I'm supporting to go the team anywhere, and I will support the team. Um, that player will be Cristiano Ronaldo. It's really famous, but hope there's no big massive Messi fan here. Um, oh, it's gonna be a big argument, but um. For me, I support. I, I like both. There's, there's both good, you know. Um, like you guys know, from since long time ago. But I support uh, Christian Ronaldo. So he was, he used to be Juventus, um, and now he's in Manchester United. So I'm supporting kind of Manchester United, but I'm, yeah, massive uh, Christian Ronaldo fan. So I'm supporting yeah Man- Manchester United, but also like I really like um, lots of players. For example, Dybala. Uh, his Juventus and uh, hope, yeah, hope I can see him once. Um, yeah, there was kind of opportunity, but um, yeah, I like Dybala. Who else? I like Neymar. Um, I like how he plays in Paris Um, you know those players. So uh, I would say that currently, kind of there's no I would say teams that are supporting. Um, yeah, so I would say Manchester United. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that question. Finally, get getting back to some sports and uh, hopefully you recover quickly from uh, your COVID. Okay, we are moving on to E. Do you have, do you have a name, E? Um, my ne- Hello, um, my name is Eli and I've been supporting Yuki for like a long time and I'm really excited to talk to him. Thanks, and uh, hello, I'm from Turkey and uh, my question is, um, you're known as one of the fashionable drivers in Formula One. So, uh, would you be thinking about uh, releasing your own uh, clothing line? What is your fashion uh, opinions? Um, yeah, I like pro. Uh, pro. Um, you know, Avatar is uh, one of the clothing brand brand that Red Bull started. Um, was it five years ago? Five years ago? Six years ago? Yeah, about twenty sixteen, I think. Yeah, and I really like recent um, outfits for Avatar. That's why we always enjoy to wear those outfits uh, in the, into the race week. Um, so please check it out. Uh, every time it's gonna be a new outfit, and you know, also I, I always wear this uh, stuff that matches to the season. Um, I like, yeah, really like Avatar stuff. And yeah, like like I said, I really like um, st- like Apro stuff. So hopefully, I in in one day I can create my own, you know, kind of apparel stuff and clothes like t-shirt whatever and i like more towards the street style rather than like kind of fits fully to your body so i'm those things probably is not a good idea to stay in italy because italy uh, italy um outfits are more to like you know fitting to their body um suit well but i like those stuff as well um so yeah hopefully i can create my own brand uh, one day so it's gonna be busy 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 plan for the future so restaurants 
and the closing round. So uh, yeah, I mean, lots of uh, big project uh, gonna be ahead, but um, yeah. Professional gaming streamer as well. Well, I wouldn't say professional gaming streamer because uh, well, it's gonna be a uh, I would I say this one. I think if I started, um, I think lots of problems gonna ma- <coughs> gonna happen um, because of um, I swear a lot. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's a good thing. And if I start this, like into gaming again, I don't wanna uh, be into it, to gaming. Um, and I, I and I know myself that I cannot continue continue like stream keep streaming like uh, other streamers doing. So um, so restaurant and uh, gaming. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Uh, create your own fashion brand. Yeah. Well, we could probably do some kind of collab with Avatari. Luckily. <laughs> you know they're our title sponsor. Well, yeah, that'll be good, and uh, definitely I'll be better designer compared to Pierre. So uh, I'm waiting for a call of uh, Avatari. Okay, I hope that answered your question, Ellie. Thank you for answering my my question. Good, we ticked off the fashion element in this space as well. Okay, next. Okay, next we have Patrick. Patrick, you're on with Yuki. What question do you have for him? Hey, Yuki, uh, one of my favorite drivers on the grid. Uh, I love that you represent uh, Japan, and we have Joe representing China. I'm curious to hear what uh, you think it will take to get more Chinese and Japanese drivers, and of course, um, American drivers too, since that's where I am. Thanks, Yuki. So the question was, uh, what can F1 or how can more Asian and American drivers get into Formula One? Um, yeah, hey, Patrick, that's a good question. Well. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have um, other kind of regions, uh, countries, uh, drivers start to come into the drive, like um, myself and also um, Joe. And um, hopefully one day um, there's American drivers in the future. But I think it's yeah, it's really difficult. It's not easy things uh, to become Formula One driver, especially outside of Europe. First, because Formula Three, Formula Three, Formula, 3, Formula Two. Uh, of course, Formula One. Well, especially Formula Three, Formula Two. We all we race always in the Europe track. So I always a little bit struggled when I was when I came to, into Europe first time in 2019 for competing Formula Three. Um, you have to first live yourself other, outside of your country, which is completely different culture, and also you have to adapt to the track um, as soon as possible. So, for example. When I was competing for Formula Three, pretty much most of the track was um, first time when I went to, came to, into the race week. So only, there was only one free practice, and straight into qualifying. So this is really you know it's not easy thing, and especially other drivers have a lot of experience in the most of the tracks. So those you have to like kind of regain or at least kind of adapt fully in free practice to perform straight in uh, well in the qualifying. Um, at the same time, that makes like always all like always fit fit mine. Does that make sense? Like, kind of um, always, I was preparing more than other drivers um, before the race week. So that definitely makes um, to able to uh, improve myself quickly, um, progress through the uh, season um, well. And in, in the end, if you have in the end, uh, if you're a good driver. Uh, you can, you know, and it still perform well. So, um, yeah, well, I wouldn't say, still, I think Formula 1 having good system that go into Formula 1, Formula 3, Formula 2, you have to kind of perform well and super license points. Um, but yeah, the, the, these are reasons that, because it's 
difficult, especially outside of the uh, other regions uh, like Asia or America. But yeah, that's why one of the reasons why I able to perform well uh, straight away in new track. It is maybe probably this is the reason because in Formula Three, Formula Two, most of the track was first time and just you know uh, adapt to it quickly. Um, so yeah, those experience that helps a lot in Formula One currently. Um, yeah. Arigato, Yuki. Arigato. And I'm going to jump on the back of that question. What was the most difficult track when you came to Europe in Formula Three? Um, what was the most difficult one to to get right, and that you would have had to have gotten right again in Formula Two? Um, difficult track, I will say. <laughs> difficult. Um, I don't know. Probably it's not the Europe track, but it's Russia. Russia was a kind of difficult um, technical track. I I remember I was driving P10 or P9 uh, the track. Um, yeah, I wasn't wasn't having good memories, but um, maybe Russia will be the and also yeah, Russia track. Yeah. Okay, moving on to a username called Bitsells. I think I pronounced that right, but if I didn't, you can tell me. Bitsells, you are on with Yuki. What question do you have? Do you hear me? Yeah, I can hear. Okay, so I have heard a lot that uh, you don't like going to the fitness and you don't like going to the gym. But training is not the only thing to get fit. Well, what is your favorite food you uh, like to take after your workout? Ooh. Oh, good question. Um, so first, I I never I never um, take the food into the gym. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But right after the gym, I always want to eat like kind of protein stuff, like you know, chicken or um, the salad, as healthy as possible. Uh, depends on like day. So if you want to do like endurance stuff in the afternoon, I I'm gonna have like pasta or even pizza, whatever, like carbohydrate thing, um, because you need that to to have a high level of uh, training. I, um, so it depends on how you're gonna train on that day and I'm gonna kind of plan my meals um, in the morning. Uh, because I had also experience with working with a nutritionist um, and yes, uh, that helps a lot and um, that's why I always able to fit um, in a good shape. So uh, yeah, and like I said, I, ha- I still don't like gym. Uh, I don't like the smells in the gym. It's, you know, this, uh, I don't know, this one, you know, probably everyone say oh, every gym has a different smell, but no, there's a the one smell that every is like this one smell that's same as uh, every of the gym, like every gym. This I don't know how to explain. It's not like iron smell, um, something. I can. It's called hard work. <laughs> Pro- well, no, I I like to hard work, but um, yeah. Also, I don't like equipment to see, um, like those silver. You know, metric, uh, lots of you know stuff. I just don't like it. But um, yeah, especially this year after I struggle uh, physically la- last year, um, it's now is a kind of different mindset because I re- realize a lot that training is really really important for the racing. Until then, until until last year, I didn't even think that training is like this much uh, important in the in the Formula One. So it's, it's it's hard to like kind of imagine, especially you guys and also even myself when I was drive, driving Formula Two, 
even like Formula One, uh, they have, to have a, a power steering, so must be kind of at least similar or literally less uh, physical compared to Formula Two. Um, but yeah, it's like really, really um, physical. Even Formula Two is physical because we don't have a power steering, so the steering is really, really heavy. Um, but yeah, amount of G force you can always you had in every corner, and that will continue like seventy laps, hour and a half. That you know, and next or everything, uh, heart rate, you need everything. So now I'm kind of different mind mindset that you still don't like it, but you you need it uh, to perform well. And you you know, as a driver and of myself, you always want to have good result, you know, um, and to also to achieve my goals. So even for example, sometimes uh, trainers said, no, um, these two days we don't have a we don't need to do training, like kind of rest day, but still I kind of start to feel like oh i want to train um i i think i i can my had a fresh body so i think i can still train some so i which i never had this i kind of like this conversation between the trainers so uh this is massive good step but yeah i still like don't like a uh, gym and i always had a headache after uh, I, yeah sometimes you know gym well you're also getting into um yoga as well now like even on your off days right yeah yoga um because i'm really stiff body i have stiff body so um to you have to because Formula One is such a tight schedule and you know a lot of traveling, uh, so body gets super easily to uh, get tight, and also you want to recover as much as possible and you, you want to have soft body as as much as possible. So yeah, I started yoga as well, uh, which is nice. Um, you can feel the you know kind of air. Uh, relax. Um, you can feel also how the body are. Um, yeah, extra, extra. So, okay. Well, I hope Yuki gave you a comprehensive answer there. He certainly spoke a lot about training, even though he doesn't like it. Moving on to Han. Han, what question do you have for Yuki? Uh, hi. Do you hear me? I can hear Han. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Oh my God, I'm so shocked. Uh, I'm Hani from Indonesia. Uh, I'm a huge fan of you, <laughs> uh, Yuki. So actually, I have two questions. It's not really hard to answer, but the first one would be: uh, since Suzuka Grand Prix is coming later this uh, this year, uh, what would you recommend to someone who came to the first uh, to Japan the first time? And then the second questions would be: I think a lot of Yuki's fans are asking about this. Are you on TikTok now? Because uh, last year you say that you did you know. prefer Instagram. Yeah, no. Um, thanks, Han, for the. I don't know. Well, is there my name or because I yeah I don't, I I'm not doing currently TikTok. Um, yeah. I what was that? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, but, yeah. Know, okay, I'll think about it. Thank, thanks, Han. Um, <laughs> okay, like the first question would be the recommendation for first time traveler to Japan. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. Yeah, thank, thanks, Han, for the good question. Um, yeah, so, yeah, one of the uh, Suzuka with the one of the track I'm really, really looking to it forward to it because you know as a japanese driver and also for myself one one of the dream was was the um driving the suzuka in front of uh, japanese fans and also suzuka also is my five favorite track so yeah hopefully will i can drive this year and um i think the 
people are gonna you know want to ask to come come to the racetrack to see the Formula One. Is I think will be friends and my parents also um, my kind of family. I think um, because uh, they never saw and you know Formula One for Japanese is like kind of you know really high sports and um, especially when um, when they're watching Alexon Senna's um, time. So yeah, friends and family and of course uh, the people who are supporting. Uh, even now or um or previously when I was um driving um Formula Four because if it, I I'm not here without uh I'm not here without uh having support with them, from them so um yeah I want to invite them as a saying thanks and hopefully I can uh achieve a good result there and also the recommendations for people going to Japan or Suzuka I'm sure you've got a lot well yeah I have a lot um I I can't um. I can't tell, but yeah, I would say first I would say try sushi in Japan. I would say that was a top top priority things to come when you come when you go to Japan um, because sushi when you're in Japan is completely different. Uh, it's really really good. I think same as you eat um, pizza in Italy or pasta in Italy or for example hamon or paella you eat in Spain and compare other country. You know just everything that food comes from that country is always different and always tastes better um, I think so yeah sushi is one, one of the priority things that you, I want you guys to try and I would say also temple uh, Japanese temple I think um, that, that's a good place to visit uh, because um, the temple is from like a long time ago when the samurai was there um, Japanese sort of you know, lots of cool stuff you can see in the temple and also around the temple as well. So, uh, yeah, those two. Thanks, Yuki. No problem. Okay, plenty of things to do in Japan, but they are the top two from Yuki Sonoda. Okay, next up, we are having to connect with Nika. Nika, you are on with Yuki. Hi, Yuki. Um, I'm from the Philippines, and I was wondering, besides your home country, what are other countries in Asia that you like to visit or would love to visit? Thank you. Um... Thanks for good question. Um, well, I had a lot of uh, country that I want to visit. Uh, it's summer break or yeah, if it's summer break, I want to go like wow. No, I, I won't say a season. Um, I want to go Greece, Maldives, um, Bulgaria. Say Bulgaria, yeah, Bulgaria, um, Iceland. What else? None of those are in Asia though, just yet. Uh, in Asia. Yeah, yeah. She said, uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> she said, what countries in Asia would you like to try? Uh, Indonesia. Uh, I want to go Indonesia. Singapore. You know, this 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 year there's a Formula 1 there. So I'm looking forward to it. I want to go Korea as well. Um, because lots of friends um, said uh, Korea is a really good place. Um, and also food there. And I like food there as well. What else? What else do you have? I think pretty much that's it. Um, in Asia, yeah. So Indonesia was on your top and followed by Singapore, Singapore and Korea. Yeah. Okay. So we got top three. Nika, if that if that helps make you just your decision of the next travel destination. Um, I apologize for my voice. I have COVID as well. Oh, unlucky. We've had two people have COVID on, <laughs> on, on, on our space. Uh, well, I hope you get better very yeah, soon. Okay. We're on to our next question and we're here with someone called I'm Ed. I'm Ed. What question do you have for Yuki Sonoda? Hi, can you hear me? 
Yeah, I can, you can hear, yeah. Oh my god, I, uh, I can't believe it. Uh, first of all, I, I want to thank very, very, very much. This is a big, big opportunity. And um, uh, you're amazing. I think your, uh, uh, your personality, how you, um, how you uh, came to Europe and lived alone, it was, it's always a struggle for me. Uh, how, you, uh, how you could live uh, at such an early age. And uh, <laughs> I just, I had a lot of questions, but right now I just want to ask, are you are you okay? Are you are you happy? And uh, is uh, and also I want to ask: Is your shoulder okay? Because I I saw um, I saw pictures and yeah. things that said you have a shoulder problem, and I just think that it's it's not over. And again, uh, it's it's a it's a big thing that uh, uh, I'm talking. This is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, first of all, I think I know I know your account. I think um, I know I, I know you. Um, I saw. I think a couple of times in Twitter when I was watching. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, tweeting my, for myself. And um, I, I, a lot of, couple of, most of the posts you did was, uh, was funny. So, uh, yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, there is a huge UT nation. There is a lot of people. I know Leah. I know Ellie. I know Max. Jay, there are a lot mm-hmm. of people. You have no idea. We, we absolutely love you. I have Girl, to. I have to check amazing. it out more. Yeah, check it out. Check it out more. Um, yeah. Thank. Yes. Thanks. Yes. We love you. Uh, thank you. Um, so yeah, shoulder problem. Um, yeah, this is re- relative to more towards more how you feel at the seat. I would say because I probably because there's a like kind of strange shape my bone in the shoulder that slightly um like facing outside and um that touch is always and uh, having pr- always pressure from the seat and it's not f- because of the seat is bad just because of uh, having a strange shade of body so um yeah i definitely have to solve this uh especially monaco was bump especially more towards the bumpy truck um you always have pressure um to the shoulder and um i always have bruises um both side and it's quite bad um, started free practice one and already first day I, I already have bruise and st- uh, goes always worse worse and worse I would say f- first thing I would say is it doesn't affect any performance um, for my driving so don't worry for this one when I always jump into the as soon as I jump into the car my adrenaline adrenaline goes really high and I don't feel anything so um, but, but once you finish the session and when you get out from outside of the car you start to feel a lot but um, in, in the in the car, you don't feel anything. So thanks for worrying. And um, yeah, I mean, there's not anything that, uh, to the performance. Um, but yeah, I have definitely, um, yeah, solve this issue. And the first question, the first question was, are you happy? Yes, I'm happy. <laughs> well, now, well, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm having you guys, with you guys in podcasting. I'm really happy. Um, feel more feel exciting um after i had a bad race week in canada but yeah i'm I'm always happy um i like food like like you guys know i think i really like food and i always enjoy italian foods um and you know i always able to meet the friends so yeah i'm I'm happy thank you and uh, how about you are are you happy hopefully you're happy Is amazing, and I didn't ask the shoulder because I I was uh, 
I was uh, talking. I wasn't talking about your driving performance. I was literally worried. Uh, everybody was like, there, there a, a picture that you seem in very much pain, and uh, people were like, uh, what, what is going on? And never, you never complain in interviews, in other stuff. I, I see all the other drivers, uh, um, always uh, pinpointing every problem but I just you never talk about you never talk about the problems and always say I'm sorry that's my mistake and uh, <laughs> you're amazing thank again you. thank you this big this is big thank you and good luck thank you good luck. thanks for the enthusiasm and the great questions uh, we're going to move next to Athena who's connecting now but yeah it's good to know your back's not not so bad okay Athena you are on with Yuki you, what question do you have for him Hello, Admin. Hi, Yuki. Um, Hi. I have a, I have a question, but um, before I get to it, I just wanted to quickly say, you know, Yuki, you're one of three people of color in the sport, and we see the specific kind of abuse that you get, that Guan Yu gets, that Lewis gets, and I just wanted you to know that you are so seen, and that we love you, and that we support you, and we recognize that the way that you experience this sport is very different to a lot of um the other drivers and so i just oh. wanted yeah i just wanted you to know that we recognize that thank you um yeah thanks thanks for that one um well of course um just try to be for me um always be like always be like myself you know like um yeah because i don't have any skills uh to act something because i i think it also if I even act, I think you guys really easily to recognize me that I'm acting. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um. Ah, uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Taking up space as a person of color, and I know how difficult the sport can be. So watching you be authentic and watching you be yourself is so beautiful, and it means a lot more than you think. Um, before my question, um, just going back to Suzuka, I know that it's such an important race for you, and I know that you recommended sushi um, for people to experience. Um, one of my favorite drivers is Lewis Hamilton, and so um, he's vegan, and so I was wondering if on the Suzuka weekend, if you would be open to showing him some vegan sushi or some vegan food okay. in Japan. Um, okay, that's a good idea. I'm... I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. There's a vegan. I uh, definitely there's a vegan sushi, uh, sushi restaurant, but um, I'm not vegan, so I never, w I never went to a vegan uh, sushi restaurant. But um, well, yeah. Hopefully, he will enjoy the Japan. Um, I, I just to be honest, I never, I never went to a vegan restaurant in Japan. So um, I don't know the restaurants there. Um, but I guess uh, from based on what uh, he was saying on the radio in Suzuka um, in 2018 wasn't it he was in, he, he was enjoying Suzuka a lot uh, I think also I saw a couple of times that he went as a vacation to Japan like he for example snowboarding uh, in Hokkaido um, actually Hokkaido is the best place to eat when you, you, you can eat sushi um, is a south south is up yeah no no South is down. Ah, south is <laughs> so north. Yeah, north. Um, so north, it, mo north place in Japan, that uh, kind of island. Um, and around that island, there's a there's a lot of be um nice quality fish, uh, swimming around, and um, you can eat a lot of good sushi. Um, I never went there. Around the around the south, um, it's really really nice sushi. So, uh, yeah, hope hope I can um. 
tell he tell him that uh, where's a where's a good place you you can eat in Japan yeah to Louis yeah. And thank you very much for the, the great message at the start of there, I think that was very, very nice. Okay, moving on, We've, we're moving on to Martin. Martin, you are online with, P uh, not Pierre, I was going to say Pierre. I'm just so used to that from the last one. Okay, so yeah, we've got time for a couple more questions. Martin, you're on with Yuki. Yuki, <laughs> we've got another question for you. Hi, Yuki. Um, Hi. I saw that your parents and Pierre's parents recently met. I was wondering how that went. Did they get on well? Is there friendship forming between the two families? Um, so yeah, my parents uh, came to Canada, um, also the Pierre's parents as well. Um, I guess they were uh, chatting a lot. Um, yeah, my dad was saying we, we were able to chat uh, quite a lot. Surprisingly, because my parents can't speak English at all. Uh, like literally pretty much nothing. Um, so, well, I think he used um, a lot of translator, and also he was saying, my dad was saying that Pierre's parents are so kind. Yeah, he they always try to hear a lot. Um, hear, uh, even I think there's not a first language. I think also Pierre's, you know, Pierre's parents have is a, of course their first language is French, and his second language I guess English or whatever. But um. He tr they try to always listen uh, carefully to my parents and uh, they try to understand a lot and um, yeah my parents was they're so kind um, so hopefully yeah th they're having a good relationship as I have with the pair hopefully um, but yeah um, they had a nice nice time in the Canada yeah thanks Pierre <laughs> <laughs> he did it as well <laughs> uh, it's not just me that's great. Okay, so we're going to move on to our final questions today because Yuki needs to leave us very soon because he's got to go training in the gym at the factory, which is his favourite, as we all know. Okay, Bryson, are you there? You are the last question for Yuki. <laughs> what, a, what a privilege. Thank you for having me on as the last question. Um, yeah, Yuki, you mentioned how surprisingly physical you know, Formula One cars are and how important the training is to be able to actually drive them you know, in a way that doesn't tire you out. But I have to imagine they're very fun to drive as well. You mentioned that Suzuka was your favorite track. Uh, do you have any other favorite tracks or favorite corners in a track? I'm uh, just curious about that. Uh, yeah, thanks for the question. Um, yeah, Suzuki is one of my favorite track, um, and also the one of the place that track that I'm mo most driven in past past, past categories um, when I was in Japan. I would say it would be interesting that um, when I was driving Formula Four, the lap time was two minutes eight seconds, and Formula One it's, it will be like one minute twenty five seconds, which is like forty five seconds difference. So it's just gonna be completely different. Um, and I think diff completely different view. But still looking forward to it. Um, other track I uh, my favorite. I don't have any track that I don't like. But I would I would say I like Netherlands. Netherlands like kind of um up and down like banking crazy banking and turn four. I think Netherlands. And also, I enjoyed Canada as well. Uh, like kind of old, old school track, uh, curving, cur right, right curving. You know, the like especially the curving. Um, it's like curve riding is like kind of. I feel like back to like when I was driving karting. You know, karting especially when in rain condition, whatever. Like we all we always used like um, drive a lot on the curve. And um, in Canada, I was I was driving like that. So uh, yeah, Canada. Also, I like my I like in Miami as well. Um, Miami was um, 
the track that is like 50%, 50%. So like some of the drivers don't, didn't like it, um, but some of the drivers really like it. So it's like, went like pretty much half. But um, for me also, I really like it, especially like sector two, like tricky tricky corners, um, that uh, s- sectors that I can experience, experience in other track. So yeah, probably those four, um, yeah, I like it. Well, I think you were the one also of the Imola. only drivers. Imola. Yeah. I think you were one of the only drivers to like the chicane in Miami. I think that was quite unpopular, but you said you liked it, right? Yeah, I like it, yeah. I, I'm surprised that both um, couple of drivers, well, couple of drivers said they don't like those sector. I think Charles said they, they, he likes as well. But um, yeah, um, I like that corners, yeah. All right, that was a good question to finish off with, Bryson. Thank you very much for that. I'm going to finish off with one of my questions before we sign off here because we didn't touch on music at all. So obviously we do the Garage Players every week so we know you're into your music and that but like you have a lot of Japanese songs that you listen to in the car and that you sing for Noel and whoever else is in the car with you. You give us a performance. Um, What English songs do you know and listen to on a regular basis? Like for example, I know you like Footloose. (laughs) I don't know how that came about but Footloose is one of your favourites. But what else do you listen to when you're in the car that's not Japanese music so maybe um, our fans can like make a playlist of their own um yeah i like footloose because um my dad liked the film that they use in footloose um what was it what was the name called though? do you remember footloose i oh, was it footloose yeah footloose there um yeah i like <laughs> yeah um so i like uh okay um uh, i'm li- thinking really hard here yeah um i don't know Probably, I, li- I like Justin Bieber. I like how he, pretty much all sing- songs he, he does. And also how he, he like, styles. You know, I, lo- I follow a lot, lot of, follow him a lot. Um, I, there was, like, an episode in YouTube as well. I, so I watched a lot, uh, everything. And, yeah, I like Justin Bieber. Um, yeah, my friend hates Justin Bieber, but um, one of the friends. But, um, yeah, I really like um, Justin Bieber, yeah. And just before I let you go to the gym, if you could leave one piece of advice for all of the listeners right now and all the people who are going to be listening on the podcast, what would it be? How was that? Sorry? One piece of advice, uh-huh. any any advice to the listeners, what would it be? Any advice for anything? For anything. Um, okay. Wash your hands before you eat food and um, say thanks after you eat dinner or foods. That's it. Perfect. I think. <laughs> all right, well, Yuki, thank you very much for coming in and giving us so much of your time. I'll let you go get to training. Guys, that's all the time we have. Thanks so much for tuning in, as always. And um, we will be back in a couple of weeks' time with our next guest, who is still to be determined, but we will give you plenty of notes before we jump online. It could even be Pierre and Yuki together. Who knows? That would be quite fun. Um, but for now, thank you very much, and we'll speak to you guys very soon. Have a great day. Have a great day, guys.